In the Fuzzy Memories podcast, we celebrate the good, the rad, and the fugly of the 80s and 90s. We're three latchkey kids who made it out alive. And in each episode, we break down all the culture that popped one year at a time. Whether it's the birth of legends. I'm Lyme disease free today and I have Whitney Houston and MTV to thank. (laughs) Or audacious moves. Imagine also the the poor Golden Gate Bridge. You turn 75 and people have a party on you. I don't want that. Or even confusing PSAs. In the stop, drop, and roll. I mean, we would, I assume as an adult, I would catch on fire weekly. All the time! (laughs) We've got a take that will make you laugh. We've also got thoughts on all sorts of random phenomena and the most unmitigated of golf. Why sharks can't be trusted, people can't be trusted, and rivers can't be trusted. (laughs) It's collusion. It's of the highest degree! Uh Uh-huh. You were counseling me to start my remarks with, first of all, bitch. <laughs> that one, everyone in that room would have snapped to attention. It's going to be basically coffee lids, shark revenge, and then maybe like Matt gets. <laughs> we need to do something about him. Join us every other Wednesday to celebrate the hits, the misses, and the misfits of the weirdest decades. If I could tell my 14-year-old self from 1990 that I would be eating in a cheesecake factory in, in Beverly, Beverly Hills, I'd be like, we did it. We, we did it, Joe. We did it. <laughs> Listen and subscribe to Fuzzy Memories on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite podcast platform. Hello, and welcome to Broads and Books. I'm Erin. And I'm Amy. And this is our end of 2022 roundup, wrap up, whatever, whatever you want to name it. you want to name it. Yeah. Roundup, Best wrap of up, 2022. Recap. Yes. We're looking at the year. Yes. We're thinking about some of our favorite things. Yes. We've done this for a couple of years now. Just bring some things that we liked outside of the book world. Yes. It's well, great fun. It's so fun. And we'll, ta- we'll tell you what our favorite reading experiences yeah, were. Absolutely. But... But first, we have to talk about yes. random events or happenings, and then you're going to bring some products, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, mine's are, almost all products. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That have probably been out for a while. Probably, yeah. probably. Yeah. And but they've made your life yeah. better in they've 2022. Made my life better. That's what this is about. Yeah. yeah. How are you feeling about the end of 2020? We're recording this on December 31st. We are 2022. This is the last day of 2022. Yeah, we got a few hours left. How are you I feeling? I feel like it should go. <laughs> I don't. You're ready? Yeah. For yeah. To, don't you think? Oh, I mean, for we're sure. done with 2022. Yeah. yeah. You didn't really bring anything great. No, no. Each year since, you know, the year that shall be not, shall not be named, we've been sort of just hoping for a mild improvement. I think what's happened here is we're like, we're, we're, it's like a NFL football team and we keep drafting the year mm. and it keeps disappointing. Like everybody's uh. like, this is 2022 is going to do it. <laughs> this is going to be the year my team is going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then you're like, 2022 was a letdown. And I don't blame 2022 because I don't know how you live up to those expectations. It's true. But it's true. They're, they're getting worse and worse. I am surprised you went with an NFL metaphor. I have no idea where that came that from. That was really interesting because, uh, yeah, at first I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to shut my brain off because I don't know what the hell she's going to talk yeah. about here. I don't know why I went that route. I mean, it worked. It, it I got ended it. okay. It, it ended, ended okay. okay. It started out rocky. You had every reason to <laughs> doubt that I could land that metaphor or analogy or whatever. 
it's like it's an odd choice. Yeah. But hey, maybe you're starting 2023 off in a new way. In a new by paying way. attention to organized sports. Hmm. I wouldn't go that far. I don't think so. Okay. Any, I, uh, I, ca- I just can't care. No. I don't have it in it's me. It's dumb to care. I, I just don't care. <laughs> I'm not invested in how someone else can throw a ball on a field. No. It just. I used to be. Uh, and now I just look back at those years like, why? That was why? a lot of stress and anxiety yeah. for nothing. Yeah. I'll watch college games sometimes if yeah. people want to. Yeah. But it's not like something that I necessarily seek out. But you also, as a mom, you've had to see a lot of sports performances band performances all of that so maybe just the thrill it's of that is gone it's gone yeah it's just gone <sighs> i can oh, tell boy. you where the best walking tacos in the state of iowa oh! are though <laughs> what a great skill I know. so amazing well as we enter 2023 i think we've talked about this you don't really do resolutions right um or no do i do more like goals That's like right. these are things yeah. i would like to work on yeah. for the year not like yeah. a resolution of like i'm gonna lose 50 pounds no, like Lord, nothing no. like that it's like i don't get enough reading time where are some yeah. areas i yeah. can work in more reading absolutely or like how to adjust your schedule a yeah little bit. Yeah. yeah like mm-hmm. i'd like to get my morning routine a little more you know maybe some time for uh meditation or some stretching so mm-hmm. how do i work that in that mm-hmm. type of thing yeah. I don't like the resolution idea because no. it's it's always presented as something that you have to do like to punish yourself or uh, it feels like a weird ritual that then you're just gonna let go after a couple weeks anyway. Yeah, so it's just yeah, like it's fake. you're performing. It's like, yeah, yes, you're performing yes. this action and absolutely. Yeah. I resolve not to join a gym. How about that? Uh, resolution done. I don't yes. even have to make it to next <laughs> December thirty first. I can tell you that's happening. <laughs> I resolve to eat as much candy as I want to. Yes. I resolve to do nothing when I want to do nothing. Yeah. I resolve to watch the TV I want to watch. Yes. I resolve to not take any more cats in. That was dangerous just to even go down that route. It Let's was. pretend like it that was. didn't happen. I think that yeah. you could very successfully start a fostering cat program. Oh, boy. I feel like my life is run enough by cats already. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Don't make me do more, more, Aaron. Sorry. I resolve Jesus. not to make you do more. <laughs> don't make me start a business. I don't want to right, start in 2023. Right. Okay. A non-profit no business. No good Lord. Well, I didn't say it had to be non-profit. Oh, okay, good. So I get yeah. to keep the money. Yeah. Okay, well, okay. Yeah. It's not going to happen. No. no not going to happen. No. Don't make me do it. Okay, okay. All right. Bad idea. Yeah. So what's one of your favorite things of 2022? I tell you what one of my favorite things is, is drunk drivers. And here's <laughs> why. <laughs> Usually in a normal year, I wouldn't have said that because okay. there's really no oh, good. There's really <laughs> no good use for drunk drivers. However, this year was different. And oh. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because I had a porch that uh, needed some some TLC. Mm-hmm. So about a year ago, I asked your husband mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. to quote me on fixing that porch. Uh-huh. And you did. And you gave me a number. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to set that aside for a little mm-hmm. bit. Fine. Then a few months later, a drunk driver drove down 31st Street <laughs> and right into my yard and right into that porch. Uh-huh. And I was in the house at the time. And I looked outside. I'm like, that is a car in my front yard pulling out from the bricks of the patio. Uh-huh. Long story short, they caught the guy. He gave an epic police report, of which I got a copy. Amazing. In which he described how someone cut him off, so he decided to chase him through the city, mm-hmm. and throw- doing a pit-type maneuver several My times, 
which made it feel like he thinks he's a police officer or somebody you yeah. know, doing. It was one of my favorite reading experiences it, of 2020, that police report. Yeah. And all to say then, because of that, because of his drunken driving, I got insurance to pay for that patio fixing. I got a brand new patio because of a drunk driver you did. at no cost to myself. Uh-huh. You sure did. So yay, drunk drivers. Congratulations on being stupid. <laughs> yeah. That, As I said, in a normal year, that'd be a controversial statement. No. This year, I stand by it. You, she, well, one particular drunk driver. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. One particular drunk driver. Mm-hmm. And who got me, a, got me a porch. Got you a porch. A lovely porch. It is lovely. That your husband and your sons worked on. They did. And at one point, I looked out and your sons were singing some Def Leppard real loud while they were working. That and it gave accurate. me such great joy. Yeah. Zach will get into it. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm starting with 2022. Uh, you know what? I think that that was a good place to start. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was a good place to start. Okay. I'm going to, I'm, oh, where do I start? Let's see. <laughs> you are looking through a list. Yeah. Oh, shit. You got a long list. Well, I just Damn. wrote a little Let's see if we could Fantastic. jump around. Okay. Yes. I'm going to jump right to something that is probably not on many people's lists. Oh, okay. Like drunk drivers? Like drunk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Usually doesn't make a favorite. Right, right, right. It's called <laughs> Display Technologies VisaFast Drink Display. That's a lot. What? That's a lot to say <laughs> that when you go into a gas station okay, and you okay. buy a bottled drink, whether that okay. be juice, water, pop, whatever, right? You grab it and the other ones move up. Sure, sure. Right. And they load it from the back. Okay. Like in a cooler type system. Yeah, yeah. However, you can buy those racks yourself is what I did. What? Yeah. And I put them in my outside fridge. Oh my God. I have a lot of like pop and beverages. That's yes. all our outside fridges. And it is just chaos because people would take things or there was just no room. Like there was yeah. just 12 packs in there. It was chaos. So I ordered two for the two shelves and I, they spring load like that. You load them up and then, you know, they just move forward and then you just have to load them up. Now, the downside is I don't have a, you know, I can't load it from the back like they do at a gas station, but it's organized. You can see it. It doesn't drive me nuts when I open it. Pops don't fall out. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Oh my gosh. And I, I got it like right at the new year of 2022 and installed it and, it it comes a little bit bigger and then you snap off the pieces you don't need. I loved everything. I love everything about it. Every time I open my fridge and it's easy for me to see what we're in, out of or uh-huh. not out of. Mm-hmm. It's easy to keep everything cold mm. because you just add the drinks. My God. Yeah. Did the people that are taking all the pops, did they notice this? Oh, yeah. The I got, I, yeah. The, there was a period of like a month where everyone cycled through that hadn't seen it and uh-huh. they were just like, what is this? And I was like, like, that. It's technology that's magic. Yeah. This is gas station quality beverage control. This is also a sign of your tenacious- tenaciousness where you're like, I see a problem. I got to find a solution and I'm going to find that solution. And you did. And I did. And, I and you p- implemented it. Putting it in there, it doesn't, nothing brings me more joy oh. than loading those cans. It's just so great. That feels like it would be it, very And it fulfilling. fits bottles too. So it can fit like Propel bottles or the only thing that doesn't fit really great is Gatorade, like the thicker Gatorade mm. bottles, but we don't have that a lot anyway. So so you're saying if you, if people are in a similar situation where mm-hmm. it's just chaos. Chaos in your fridge and you're done with then, it. You've been getting those old school stupid 
pop dispensers <laughs> that you put the whole 12 pack in there and then they roll out one at a time. Uh-huh, That's uh-huh. not what you're really uh, looking for. No. That's not the organization you deserve. Exactly. You deserve more in you 2023. More. And yes. these are worth it. 100%. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a good way uh-huh. to start. I wonder if when we do this at the end of 2023, mm-hmm. your top one will be the new fridge because it's coming in here in a couple of days. It is. Yes. This the is, outside fridge will stay the same, yeah. but yeah, I am getting a new inside fridge. Ooh. So that's going to be these really things exciting that make your daily really life. Exciting. <laughs> so exciting. You did text me and be like, this is a sign of that. I am the age that I am uh-huh. that Mike and I are so freaking pumped about this new uh, fridge. About a fridge. Yeah. 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 We were like, no, we don't need to do Christmas presents. We no, get we both get dumb. what we want throughout yeah. the you know, it doesn't matter. But then we were like, We really do want a new fridge. And so then Mike was like, I'll buy you half a fridge and you buy me half a fridge. <laughs> and I was like, Done, Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's the best Christmas. Uh-huh. Yep. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So display technologies, busy fast drink display. <laughs> get it. Just it rolls off the tongue. <laughs> it what does. a great it brand does. name. <laughs> Yeah, because I think it's like for restaurants or stores. Like, so they don't like, have to worry about ordering? branding and Why marketing. Why did this random lady in a neighborhood order this? <laughs> what is she doing? Well, another one of my favorite things yes. is the baby crossword. By which I mean, I got a book of all the Monday crosswords from New York Times. Oh, yes. And I just admitted to myself, like, I'm not at the caliber yet Correct. Of those higher levels. Yes. So I'm going to get myself the baby crossword, gain some confidence. There you go. Maybe move to the Tuesdays next. Yeah. And then gradually make myself a crossword master. At this time, I'm working my way through the Monday book. And it's wonderful. Yeah. Because half of them I know right away. Half of them I don't. I can figure it out over time. Sometimes I have to look to the back, give myself yeah. clues. But yeah. I'm letting myself do it. See? You and I are so on the same page because I just started the same thing. Did you really? Yes. <laughs> well, the reason I thought of it is the last time when Heath was here, we talked about Wordle and that yeah. whole fiasco. And it reminded me that I'd found this at Burns & Noble or something a couple weeks ago. And I've loved it. It's oh my so gosh, fun. I need to get in on that. Yes. Well, I'm going to piggyback then because okay. this is another thing you and I have loved okay. this year. Yeah. And it has brought me great joy. I had never done it prior to this year, Mm -hmm. taught myself it, didn't understand it prior to, thought it was crazy. Now the satisfaction I get when I complete one, a Sudoku. Uh, That's another one that I love. Yeah. Yes. We have had multiple conversations. Mm -hmm. Now, my favorite form, now I've been through a couple books, people. Okay. 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 My favorite has... Uh, binding like um, spiral oh, binding that's the best so you can open yes. it lay it flat yes. and I also like them bigger because uh-huh. I like more room to write the numbers and uh-huh. see them yes so I have been working through that I have one right now that has five levels you know and you just work keep work I just I love it it's a lovely little logic puzzle it is that yeah that feels like it just works it does it's great and when you do it and you're like, that, ah, oh, nailed mm-hmm, that one. Mm-hmm. It just is so satisfying. It is a sense of control in a world that's out of control. Exactly. Now, I will fully admit I'm 20 years behind on this trend. Yeah. I think, but And that's okay. But I'm here to tell you, you can join a trend at any time. <laughs> and I'm like 100 years behind the crossword trend. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's okay. I am here to say I'm 45 years old and I like crosswords now. <laughs> 
like it segued right into an SNL sketch. I'm here to say I'm 45 and I love crosswords. I'm 50. I stretch. I am also kick. in my 40s and I love a Sudoku. <laughs> No, this feels like an AA meeting of some does, kind. Like yeah. we're really admitting. We're really getting it out there. We're getting it. We're getting into the good stuff is what's happening. Ultimately, though, don't be afraid to try something new. You might find a passion. And listen, on that bent, I learned piano this year. I learned oh fucking gosh, piano. That's right. That's yes. Huge. That's actually huge. I bought myself a sort of like, you know, cheap keyboard last Christmas. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is going to be the year. This is going to be it. Uh-huh. Where, because for so many years I've wanted to learn piano. I never did as a kid. Uh-huh. And I remember even um, in college, like one semester, I had a little extra time. So I took like a one day a week piano course and it was the best. I loved it so much. But to be able to sort of, I don't know, propel those skills yeah. and develop those yeah. skills on your own is really hard. But this year I discovered a couple apps that, you know, it's uh, all built in courses and sheet music and everything. And it just sort of bit by bit, it really got me into it. And there's, I still have, you know, I still play very haltingly. Yeah. But I enjoy it. I do it a little bit every day. I'm oh. playing all sorts of songs. The app I found has a lot of songs that like are actually current too. Oh. That was another thing that I would always find in piano books. One that you couldn't really hear what it's supposed to sound like because it's right. in the book. Right. And that's a benefit of the app. And two would be a lot of like old standards or jazz classics or yeah. things that I just didn't really know. Right. This is, you know, pop stuff. Yeah. Or so like rock know. stuff or like, you know, mu- movie scores and stuff. Like oh. there's a bunch of Game of Thrones songs that are on it. It's oh, fantastic. Perfect. The app is called Simply Piano in case you're interested. I'm impressed. I love it. And because I enjoyed it so much over the year, I bought myself a nicer piano for Christmas. One that matches my decor. Oh, I didn't even look at it when oh, I came in. I I'll show you when we go downstairs. It. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I and it, it's more it. like an actual piano. It's still digital, but mm-hmm. it's like heavier keys. Yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah. The weighted key. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Evan just got a new one last year for his birthday, and there was a whole bunch of requirements for yeah. this new one. Yeah. And it have your actually weighted keys. And mm-hmm. it reminded me of, of, you remember the movie Spy with uh-huh. Melissa McCarthy? And Jason Statham plays an agent who's always trying to one up everything with, like, I once tore my own arm yeah. off and reattached <laughs> it. And in one of these, like, spiels where he's going on and on about all the skills that he did, he said, I learned piano at an adult age. And I was like, this is me. <laughs> I learned this is me. It's me. It's me. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. So yeah, again, like Aaron Mm. said, don't be afraid to try new things and suck at them for a while. Mm -hmm. But you'll find enjoyment in that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I like that. I like, and that's great. That's a great um, recommendation because if people just don't know where to start, you know. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and uh, yeah. There's two apps that I use. I'll link to both of them. One is like a lot of classes another is just a lot of sheet music of all kinds and well yeah. as an adult it's hard to find a consistent time to take a lesson or yes. to do something like yeah, that so this yeah, is yeah. great that it's self and i have that and- weird thing where i don't i feel very uncomfortable around yeah. people in yeah. general and so like an a person instructor always was way too intimidating so yeah. like having an app thing is great that's terrific okay well this is also a a bit of a departure oh, for me let's hear it if you are familiar with me at all. Uh, Which I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why 
I said that? Like, what? You were talking to our listeners. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I okay. familiar. Yeah, yeah. So I got one of the things that I've been working on all year, and it's not done yet, is that like my closet just really always made me mad because mm. like there's just stuff in there, and it was my own fault. It's my it was my own like lack of just going through it. Like I still have business clothes from ten years ago that I'm clearly never going to wear again. Yeah. There's yeah. no reason to have them. I just I don't know what it is, but I just would never. I just never really took the time, or I felt like I had too much stuff that I didn't even really want to wear. So then I was just struggling to find something. So I'm like, there's got to be an easier way. And I kind of wanted to just minimalize things because I'm not a huge like, I don't wear like a lot of patterns or a lot of bright colors. I mean, there's just certain things that just aren't really in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, and not because like I haven't explored or I don't know what I like. It, I don't like it. Done. So yeah. yeah. I decided this year I was going to do this adult thing and create a capsule wardrobe. Mm -hmm. So I went through everything. I came up with kind of some guidelines and things, read a bunch of stuff, and then I created and just kept pieces that sort of fit within that frame um, so that when I go to my closet, it's super easy to get dressed because there's like a few options. And at first when I was looking at it, I was, you know, our culture has taught us like, oh, that's not enough. Yes. But it's, you'd be amazed at how many different ways you can wear the same thing. Mm -hmm. And it was, it's so much more calm. The getting dressed part is just calm and easy and I don't feel like stressed like oh, I have to go somewhere today and I gotta ah no and, and I dress for the life I have now which is much more casual I work from home I don't have that many occasions to dress up and my wardrobe reflects that and it just feels like me I only bought things that I love and that I love the way that they look on me I don't I didn't buy anything just because it was on sale mm -hmm. I didn't buy anything because oh it could be cute I didn't do any of that I just searched by my body type I bought things for my body, not for some body I think I'm going to have mm -hmm. or wish I had or used to have. And this is where we're at. And it's so much better. I feel so much more confident in my clothes because I took the time and picked them out. And I like the fit. And Ugh, I still need to do that. I, you know, I had asked you some questions when you were doing this. And yeah. then I think you sent me a link and I immediately got overwhelmed. So I stopped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I still, I, when I look at my clothes, I just feel panic. Like, yeah. oh God, what am I going to wear? And what am I, and I still don't have a lot of clothes for this specific body and my specific needs. Yes. And yeah, it's yes. still a lot. I think uh, it I need is. To, I need to read up. Yeah, when you read up, it can be overwhelming. But the nice thing is if you get some lists, they kind of give you categories and then you can kind of like buy within those categories. Like they they kind of give you suggestions of what you need, but you can switch that up, you mm -hmm. know, like um, a couple skirts. I don't ever wear skirts. Yeah. So like I just didn't, I didn't get any because I don't wear them. I know I won't. So, but I, the, a couple dresses, I did get that for just, you know, dress up occasions mm -hmm. or whatever. So I, it, you can work with it within your parameters, but you also have to be willing to just kind of try, like I ordered clothes from places I had never ordered clothes from and yeah. just, you know, I only picked places that had free returns and I'm just not an in-person clothes shopper. Yeah. It's just not something no, I like to do. Either. So I did that and I tried on the stuff. I sent the stuff back I didn't like and it was a lot simpler once I could wrap my mind around it than yeah. I thought it was going to be. I was like you. When I started, I was like, I don't understand this. Okay, so. then I need to give it another try. I think you're also right in that, like, there's so many times where I will look at, like, I've got a couple dresses that I really like. And I'm like, well, but I wore that a couple weeks ago. Or I wore that, like, there's this feel like we have to wear something new. Or we yeah. have to always be yes. on trend. Or we have to always do, mm -hmm. you know, this. And... 
It's just exhausting. It is exhausting. And you, and you don't have to. You can wear whatever you like and yeah. whatever feels comfortable. And that's, that's the only thing in my wardrobe now. So now I know when I go in there, I don't have to do the try on thing where like, does this look okay? Does yeah. this fit? I don't know if this fits. Like, you know. Which is such a gross, humbling experience yes. every single time. Yes, yes. It's the worst. And then by it's that the time, worst. you're all tired and sweaty, and then you don't want to go to the no, social thing. No, I don't want to do anything. Want to no, and then nothing fits right when you're sweaty and tired. No. Because your blood pressure's up and sweat's everywhere. And yeah, it's no. not good. No. 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 Get yourself a capsule wardrobe. Get it. You'll be happy. We'll include maybe one of the links yeah. that you had sent me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you yeah. Get started. Yep. Yeah. Well, another one of the things that was my favorite from this year was actually taking off substantial time to rest. Oh. I decided at the beginning of this year that every quarter, because now I've, I've worked enough that I had a certain amount of vacation, which uh-huh. was a good amount of vacation. And so I decided every quarter to just take a week off. And during that week, try not to overwhelm myself with like a list of all the things that I want to do and all the things that I should do, right. but to actually rest mm-hmm. and to not go anywhere and not do anything, just relax and rest. And it took some adjusting. It took like yeah. a lot of, especially the first week or two that I did that, I would find myself like halfway in, like finally starting to feel like, oh, okay, this is what relaxing is like. This is what resting is like. Like, I don't have to have a checklist. I don't have to do this and this and this. So it took a while just because we're not used to that, you know? And we're used to taking our time off to go places and do things and cram as much as possible into every free day. Absolutely. And I knew this year that I needed something different. And so I did that. Do you feel like you got better at it the at the latter half of the year? With your I think weeks? so. Yeah. Yeah. So much so that I think that I might be ready now to sort of ease back into using that time off to travel a little bit, but mm-hmm. going at it in a much like chiller way than I yeah, have in the past, yeah. you know, like um, several years ago, like I went on a solo trip to Scotland and it was wonderful, but I crammed so much fucking things into every single day. Cause I was like, I have a limited amount of time and I, I don't know if I'll ever come back here again. You know, like all yeah, the pressures yeah. that you put on yourself. Yeah. And I think, I don't know the, maybe the impact of this year and just taking time off to not do anything is like, okay, if I want to travel, I want to also build that in. I want yeah. to be able to go somewhere and relax or go somewhere and do the things that I want to do, like spend a good amount of a day in Scotland at a coffee shop yeah. and not, you know, trotting through all the tourist sites and everything. Yeah. So, so yes, I think that it has helped me. I will either continue to do it or I will use some of that time to try and ease back into things that I used to like. I love that. I think that's such a powerful idea that we don't do. We take time off, but it's always crammed with things, yeah. like you said, or you take time off from work and then you're, I'm going to do all this stuff around the house because I'm off for a week. Which right? was my pitfall. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I think I had done something similar the year before, but I had crammed that time with like, okay, a basement project. Yeah. Okay, an attic project. You know, like, yeah. and yeah, I just, that's that's not restful. That's no. extremely stressful no, for me. So that it's, is not yeah. restful. No, mm-hmm. no. So sitting on your couch, I highly recommend it. (laughs) Brought to you by sitting on your couch. Brought to you by rest and relaxation. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. And I think that people don't realize how much they don't know how to do that. For sure. It's it's a it's definitely difficult to sort of put your phone aside and yeah. uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do something different. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you another one that's real weird. Oh. It's real outside my comfort zone. Uh, yes. And uh, I just stumbled upon it. I have to admit that I'm guilty of falling for an Instagram ad, but it turned Listen, out we all well. have. Yeah. yeah. It turned out so well, and I'm there so happy go. with it. Yeah. So I'm not a huge, like, I just, I just never really grew up knowing how to do makeup or doing oh, I any. I still don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's a kind of a form. I mean, some people do it beautifully. I'm always impressed by it. I, I feel strongly it's like an art form. They teach, you know, all that. But particularly like foundation or things like that, I don't understand that part. So I stumbled across this stuff called, it's Laura Geller New York Baked Foundation. Okay. So it's this little pot, like, about the size of a like tennis ball and you take it off and it's rounded and it's for your it's got a bunch of different shades in it i mean you pick your your shade like you would any makeup but it's got a bunch of different shades and it comes with a brush and the brush has a sliding metal part so you slide it down closer for more coverage or you loosen it up for looser coverage and when i tell you that it's the easiest and most effective foundation I've ever put on. It's amazing. Like, it's hmm. so simple to apply. I never have to worry about it blending or like I have don't yeah. have it in the yeah. right spots. It doesn't cake up. It doesn't sit in your wrinkles. It doesn't sit like on a dry spot or whatever. You can just put it on. So simple. You can use the the pot, like the lighter pots they say you can use under your eyes if you've got dark spots. I mean, it is... The easiest, simplest, but also the best foundation I've ever found in terms of wow. looks or feeling like it's actually doing something. So I highly recommend it. Um, you can order it. I think they do have it on Amazon, but you can also go to the Laura Geller and it's G-E-L-L-E-R uh, website. And th- she has a bunch of stuff on there. I, she's got blush. She's got eyeshadow, all these things. I've just tried the baked foundation and I've been so impressed That's awesome. with the brush. And it's so simple. I mean, honestly, if I can do it, anyone can do it. Like it's that simple. It's like painting. I mean, so easy. And it's, I'm just blown away every time. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, a few years ago, like when I was in my late thirties, I had a really bad acne flare, like just, and I, I finally went to a dermatologist cause I was like, what the hell is happening? Right. But, um, it, and found out that it was just a hormonal thing. Like as you age, sometimes mm-hmm. your hormones are starting to get way out of whack, you know, perimenopause, all that kind of stuff. And that was the first time I really had to think about like a lot of foundation or a lot of things to try because I was very self-conscious of it. So I would go on YouTube and I would look at all these beauty tutorials and I would learn one, so many people know so much more than I do. Uh Two, this is a massive skill that no one really teaches you, but yet we're supposed to To know know how how to to do do it. it. Yes, yes. And three, like all these tools and names, I had no idea. So I felt so out of water. And also I was sort of on a back foot because I was feeling very self-conscious and everything. Yeah. So I hated that experience. But it also sort of showed me that there's all these hidden secrets out there that like if we just, you know, knew a little bit more, if, yeah. Yeah. That's what, I mean, I ordered this on a whim. I thought, well. We'll give it a try. Yeah. And I, w- I mean, I fell for the video and it, but it actually works like in the video, which was kind That's of rare. I know yeah. it was mind blowing and I'm obsessed. It's small. It's easy. It's not the, I'm just, I could never do that cream. I could no, never. I, yeah. I'm just picturing all the like mismatching uh-huh. from the chin to the, I can never get it right. Never. And, no. Yeah. 
No. So I, I highly recommend it lasts forever. I've had it for months and it's the same. I mean, wow. obviously I wash the brush sometimes yeah. and stuff, but it's the same pot. I mean, I ordered another one because they were having a crazy Black Friday sale, but I don't know when I'll get to it. Wow. And again, I'm not a huge, like I don't always put it on. Yeah. So I'm not, it's not yeah. daily, but even if it was, I think you would have a ton to, it takes, it takes a while to get through. Mm-hmm. So I, I've, yeah, I've been very impressed. Mm-hmm. So. Well, situation of Instagram doing good. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I'm telling you. Hmm. I don't even know how I fell that far in the rabbit hole that I finished that thought and then <laughs> ordered it and got it. And here I am recommending it. It's. Well, it's related to another item on my list, Ooh. which is scaling back social stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm also calling this in my head social calculus, even though I never took. <laughs> I never took calculus, so I don't know if this is actually true. <laughs> but in my head, it's the the uh, figures that I'm trying to figure out, like, when something is worth it socially. Right. Okay. You need an algorithm. I need an algorithm, indeed. So there's two aspects to this. Okay. One is social media. So this year, I quit Twitter because it was already kind of shitty. And then Elon came and I was like, fuck, I'm out. No mm-hmm. way. Then I quit Facebook. Also, it had been shitty for a long time, but just sort of held on. And I was like, no, I'm done. I kept Instagram. I chose one out of the three mm-hmm. because Instagram is the place where I've sort of, I've just kept my feed really focused. Yeah. I choose who I follow. I choose who I let follow me. I follow a lot of like funny videos, things like that. Yeah. And it's, it's, I get something out of it because of that. Right, right. The others I was getting nothing out of except guilt and shame and all the things that right, happen. Right, Okay. So that's social media. And the second one is in-person social. And that's where the social calculus comes in. Because okay. I start thinking like, okay, there are some social gatherings that I'm going to that I don't enjoy. Yeah. And I have limited social energy. Mm-hmm. I know this just as who I am also because now I know that I'm autistic. I have limited social ability and energy before I turn into a cranky monster bitch. Right. And I want to preserve that social energy. Yes. Makes sense. I want to hang out with the people I actually like, Mm -hmm. not hang out with people I don't like. Yes. Or that don't really, or that are too draining on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got you. So this year I've had to sort of create some boundaries, make some decisions about where I'm going to hang out with and who. And I still feel a little guilty about it sometimes. I feel a little shame about it sometimes. But most of the time, I feel great. I think so it's scaling amazing. back social yeah. is a thing that we can all do. Mm-hmm. We don't have to feel pressured to do things just because we've always done them mm-hmm. or hang out with people because we have for a certain amount of time. Right. Social calculus. I like it. I think you should tra- trademark, <laughs> trademark, trademark, trademark. You should trademark that. You know, um, so when I was in high school, you know, I was going to the Super Smarty Pants Academy yeah. and I was taking, like, I think I s- took trigonometry. And at that point I was like, I, I got to stop. I can't yeah. take any more math because I'm in these advanced classes and I'm getting there, but it is killing me. Right. So I got to jettison this and focus on English and history and all the things that I really enjoy. Uh-huh. So I remember that, that act and that decision uh-huh. and also the fact that I didn't take calculus. And so I'm <laughs> calling it social calculus because of that. Yeah, I think it's great. I think you need to somehow formulate that into an algorithm <laughs> that you can teach other people. Yeah. Like... 
one through 10 is amount of energy you imagine this type of social event will take yes. from you. Yeah. And maybe 10 to one is the potential for fun. Exactly. And if it's under a yes. certain number, then it's acceptable. Yes. Because, I mean, when it comes down to it, because of who I am, because of my biology, like, Social stuff is not inherently fun. Mm-hmm. There is some effort involved. There's a lot of like manual effort to to sort of fit in and to do all the things. And so if I'm not getting fun out of it, that's all work for nothing. Right. And I don't want to do it. Right. And you shouldn't have to. I don't want to do things I don't want to do. If there's one thing that we got <laughs> from the horrendous last few years, it should be that, right? That yes. we don't have to do things we don't want to do. Yeah. Like, it's just enough is enough. And listen, we had a great reset with the pandemic, a mm-hmm. lot of us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we had some choices to make mm-hmm. when it was time to come back to a lot of things. I choose not to. Thank mm-hmm. you. Exactly. I mean, I'm just doing me. Just doing me. Just doing me. Okay, well, you know I always got to bring some kind of drink thing, whether yeah. it's a warmer or a frother mm. or whatever. So Yeah, I was waiting. Yeah. <laughs> like, where's your coffee element, accoutrement, whatever? I know. This one kind of is more related to tea, and it's the actual product. Fancy. So I discovered um, red dragon herbs and teas. That's right. Uh, kind of through a friend, Haley, because uh-huh. of where she cooks her meals out of this. Who is a real person. Yes, buried to Maggie, yep, who's, who's also, also a real, real person. person. Yeah, those are real people. I didn't make them. Very up. real people. <laughs> the more we do that, the more it's suspicious. It's so suspicious. It's so weird that we do that. I don't know why that started. Don't be suspicious. Don't don't, 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 don't be suspicious. <laughs> don't be, be suspicious. suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> don't be suspicious. They are real people. <laughs> real friends. Yes. Uh, anyway, she this lady um, has her own store or, you know, business, whatever. And I think she's getting into stores now, too. But um, you can find her on reddragonherbs.net. But when I tell you that these teas are delicious, I am not lying. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a tea entrepreneur. I didn't know much about no. it. And I happened to try her house blend at like a thing where she had it. And I was like, well, that's amazing. I'll mm-hmm. take some of that. But then I found out that they have all these other teas. She's got allergy relief tea. She's got anti-inflammatory tea. Mm-hmm. She's got that time of the month tea. She's mm. got bedtime tea. She's got just other fun teas. And I have tried so many of them and they have all been great. And it comes very quickly and it's clear how to make it. The instructions on the back. It's a nice package. I just, I have loved it. And I have so many. I even bought these little jars that I keep the loose tea in that is labeled so that when I open my drawer, I can just say, ooh, which one? But uh, the allergy relief tea, it does actually work for me in the, with seasonal allergies that are added to my everyday allergies, I can just feel like it helps relieve some of the itching or pressure or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, And the anti-inflammatory tea is great. I've enjoyed that on a few occasions. So I'm just really everything has been wonderful. Mm. And they sent a nice Christmas card just because I ordered product from them, which I thought was delightful. Got one of those too. Yeah, yeah, it's just nice, right? Very nice. I, I was very happy with it. And it doesn't upset my stomach generally. So sometimes tea can be harsh for people. And it's wonderful. And listen, if it works on Aaron's tum-tum. Then you're good to go. <laughs> you're good to go. Okay? You're good to go. 
You are sort of the litmus test for like, yes, you're like the worst tum around. So bad. So it's if something so treats it okay, yeah. then it's and it's a good to go. Then then you're good to go. Yeah. Then it's safe mm-hmm. for any tum. You're like a um the the royal taster for kings and queens. Yes, who used to taste food to make sure it wasn't poisoned, and if they died, well, it was poisoned. Yeah. So you're kind of like that, except the death part and yeah. the royalty part, right? And you know, right? You're you're our broads and books taster. Yes, I'm just saying you're something. good to go. Yeah. Uh-huh. I and I can tell you. I mean, I watch my you know 18 month old grandson constantly eat things that I think I would be in a lot of pain if I yeah, eat that. And yeah. he just mouths it down. Uh-huh. Kid loves jalapenos. What? Yeah, he eats the craziest stuff. That kid eats spice like it's his job. Wow. I know. Spicy little nugget. <laughs> I can't. Does his sister eat that Yeah, too? Yeah, she oh doesn't mind some spice. Yeah, she'll eat. Yeah. I, I got to give it to Beth. I'm not lying. Best mom in terms of food. Those kids have eaten and tried everything, and they are good eaters for wow. it. I mean, one of Charlie's favorite things is mushrooms. Like, if you can put mushrooms on something for her, she's pumped. Oh my god! Pasta on a pizza, whatever. Yeah, shrimp. Kid loves shrimp. Wow. Thinking back what to when I was that age, and I wouldn't try either of those things. And mac and cheese. Yeah, that's Mason. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's what I'm saying. She's done such a good job. I mean. That kid, yeah. Jalapenos. Good I know. Lord. He eats anything you put on his plate. He is wow. he loves Mike's biscuits and gravy oh. and they're kind of spicy. And uh-huh. he that's mouse. Just Yeah. Man. I know. Good job, kid. I know. Way to show you. us um spice adverse adults. I know. I'm like, I can't wusses. eat that, but good for you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when we got like to go to Lucky Lotus and get zero level spice. And it's still too one hot. was just too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I got zero on that other dish, and it was too much. Yeah. I was like, I can't do it. Do you think that's our Midwestern upbringing in part? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we just There's are no not seasoning on anything. No, we don't get any seasoning. It's so much so that when I first was with Mike and he put pepper on things, I was like, like black pepper. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't do that either. And I was like, oh, I've never. No one in my household ever did that growing up. And then I started trying it on a few things, and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, salt and pepper. Look so at this. This is why they come this as a duo. Yeah. Oh wow, this is tasty. Like, what's wrong with you? Meanwhile, Mike's looking at you like seriously. See, yeah. Like what? This, this is, is not revolutionary. You are easily impressed. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had already coined one saying around your stomach, which was, you know, if you feel it in your tum, you better run. It's time in terms to of run. Red flags, yeah. Uh-huh. So now we've sort of got another one. We need to sort of work on the language. Yeah. But you know, something about if you can, yeah. if you can handle it, then anyone can handle it. Aaron tested tum approved. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's stealing from kicks, but. Works for me. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Trademark. Yeah. Well, an, uh, <laughs> another of my favorite things from this year is just letting it happen and leaning into being a cat lady. <laughs> 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 the reason I say this is because in October, I took in one of the outside cats, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which brought my tally to four mm-hmm. inside. Mm-hmm. And... Something about that number really got to me. Uh-huh. And I was telling you this. I was uh-huh. telling some of my other friends. Something about, like, I can handle a lot of, 
you know, like being childless, you know, child free, whatever, fine. Unmarried, I don't care. Any of those kinds of things, I'm good. But something about the notion of a cat lady was very like stigmatizing to me mm. and very like embarrassing mm-hmm. or something. Like there was a lot of weird stuff around that that I just couldn't quite get around. And yeah. So I felt embarrassed about it. I felt like, oh my God, what am I doing? Like, yeah. am I going to become a hoarder? Like, what is happening? Oh, there's a big jump there. Well, yeah. that's where my brain was yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. much as I was loving this little guy, and he's such a sweet, sweet boy, yeah. and he's adorable, and he and Ziggy are best friends and chase each other up and down the stairs yeah. all the time. It's great. He fits in wonderfully. We had a few hiccups. It's all good. All that to say... The worst part was me dealing with my own like ideas and stigma and stuff. Yeah. So I'm learning to let that go. Yeah. Which I think is a lesson for all of us to just let all that stigma go about anything, whatever it is, whatever you're embarrassed of. Uh It's fine. It's fine. It's normal. It's fine. So I have four cats inside. Okay. I have more cats outside. I am a cat lady. And that was proven last week. When one of the cats oh, escaped yeah. mm-hmm. on the days of the really, really, really cold wind chill. And I climbed a tree to get after him, to get him down. Uh-huh. I've never climbed a tree, maybe in my life, maybe when I was a kid, but I climbed this tree to get one of my cats. You did. So I think that that earns me that title yes. and that I should be okay with that title. I think you just need to rephrase it because Cat Lady does have like a stigma. Like it's, yeah. it's associated with like something different than what there's you something, are. Yeah, there's something like a spinster that's yes. that, like there's this whole I think other you're just level. an animal lover. Yeah. Yeah. You're I mean, just an I've been lover. vegan for, you know, Yeah, that's 10 what years. I'm saying. I mean, like, other people have tons of animals and yeah. they're just animal lovers. It, it just isn't. You're right. It was something about me living alone mm-hmm. and being, you know, the, the human amidst all these cats, being self-chosen, unmarried, all of the right. things, being older, mm-hmm. like all of those things were sort of coalescing into this very much old maid kind mm-hmm. of idea mm-hmm. on the verge of being a hoarder. Right. And yeah, something about it. I was just struggling hard. Yeah. But I'm just putting that aside now. Yeah. Well, you're also fighting this stereotype, like when when you you choose not to be married, choose not to have kids, which is a which are valid choices that yeah. anyone can make. But it for so long was associated with there was something wrong with Absolutely. you, which Very is why you ended so. up that way. Yes. You're going to end up as a cat lady. You're yes. going to end up as a spinster because there's it. something wrong. It was always wrong. used as like the threat. You're going to end up Definitely. as a cat lady. Right. You're going right. to end up in a cat in a house alone with cats. So now it How feels sad. like you're fulfilling what everyone else thought exactly instead of your own lifestyle choice which yeah. is what you did so who cares you're an animal lover and you have cats i don't yeah. there's really nothing weird or odd about that at all well it took me talking to a few of you guys to talk me down off the ledge because yeah. there was a ledge there and i was on that ledge yeah and i was yeah i didn't know what to think about it also there's a difference in intent that i think is being missed here too like with with the connotation of cat lady it's sort of this idea that this person is substituting cats for people oh and yeah like you're they're right they're collecting yeah. all of them because yeah. they have no one else and <laughs> right, these cats right. like and they, they to the point of their own detriment yeah. and i i don't think i don't see that I, you're not collecting them to replace people you are just too you are an animal lover at heart yeah, like I can't the cats shut are it off. outside and they need help and you're helping them i mean i it's true. And I often forget to say the part where like Ramon, you know, the yeah. newest guy, he came to me in a real bad way. He yes. was hurt. He was starving. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, shit. Okay. And because yeah. he lived outside for a year. Yeah. 
And then it, t- it was time. It You're was not time. going to ARL every weekend saying, <laughs> can I buy one, get one? You know, like it's totally different. What are your deals for packages? Yeah. Package I deals. All Give me all the, the cats. buddies. <laughs> like you are, they're coming to your door injured. They are coming to the door. Yeah. And what? yeah, I mean, they have obviously seen me as a mark yeah. and it's working. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That's where I am. You're an animal lover. I'm an animal lover. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is another departure. For oh, me. let's hear it. Yeah. Okay, and I, I have to explain the backstory because I would very much hesitate to recommend something like this, especially in an end-of-year wrap-up. But I have had a lot of trouble with my shoulder and arm this year. Oh, yeah. Just going dead. or And by dead, I mean like I just lose ability to use yeah, it. Yeah, which is alarming. It's That's so not alarming. good. Yeah. And a lot of it, I think, has to do with how I was sleeping and some of that. And I think it was also just it, uh, some strength issues in that arm. Um, I just needed to just strengthen it. And the chiropractor did a lot, but that was one of the things he said. He kept giving me these exercises. Now, if you're anything like me, that's overwhelming. Some guy shows it to you one time and I'm supposed to go home and do it. I don't know what I'm Uh -uh. doing and I know I'm going to do it wrong. I don't have the right form. So I was always feeling kind of overwhelmed. And then I came upon this thing called a dribble up ball and it originally started as a basketball, I think, and you could dribble and it would keep track of your dribbles. It was like a drilling thing. But now they've expanded and they have like a medicine ball, they have weights, they have a yoga mat, they have like boxing. I bought the medicine ball because what happens is I have an app and I can set it up and it tracks my movement and it tells me if I'm doing the movement wrong. Oh my God. If I stay within the range then I'm doing it correctly, but it it's the app is watching my arms and all of that. So it has made so much difference. Wow. In being able to I have movement back. I it hasn't gone dead since I started using it. Um it just is but but I have confidence because I know I'm doing the move right. So I, I was hesitant to say this. I'm not saying this is like an exercise thing. Unless that's something you truly enjoy, then this is a great addition because they have yoga. I'm, I'm thinking about getting the yoga mat because kind of teach you oh, yoga. Yeah, you know, they yeah. have hand weights, they have boxing, the dribbling, all that stuff. Um, the app does require like a monthly fee to uh-huh. stay up on it but that also means that you can get on demand anytime you want you can click on a class or you can click on an instructor that you've liked before you can work certain body parts like i just want to work my shoulder today or whatever you can click on things individually for that and it gives you you know the and they're not annoying there's not a bunch of like crazy loud music they're just doing the movement and telling you to keep going and i have just really enjoyed it because it's been something that i've been able to stick with and know that I'm not injuring myself further yeah, by doing something sure. wrong over and over and yes. over again. Yeah. So for so, especially people that maybe are intimidated by exercise, you know, maybe you feel like you do want to gain some strength or something, but you don't want to go to a gym and you don't want someone going through that awkward thing of, you know, teaching you mm-hmm. in their bro tank. Like, this is a great option. You do it in your home. You can do it whenever you want. It's easy. It was simple to set up. If I can figure it out, trust me, you can. Mm-hmm. So... That's awesome. You know, when uh, when I was still in Chicago, I was running too much and too far, and I really hurt my hip and yeah. my knee. And I went to physical therapy, and I definitely had that experience where, like, they show you stuff or they do things during that hour, and then you're supposed to have homework and you're supposed to do mm-hmm. things. 
And I think I was always doing it wrong because nothing ever felt right. Nothing didn't improve. So what a great idea for a physical therapy session uh, specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's great because I mean, if they, if you're Cairo or anyone you're seeing says, Hey, do these types of exercises or whatever, you can kind of find that on there. You know, I'm not doing the exact same things he showed me, but I'm, his main thing was like, we just need to strengthen that Mm -hmm. upper, the shoulder and the arms. So that's what I focused on. And it's made a huge difference. And I, I definitely wouldn't be able to do that without something like this. Yeah. So excellent. Yeah, it tracks the ball, so you ju- it just has to see it, you know, uh-huh. where you move, and yeah, I- I've I've been impressed enough that I'm considering getting other things. That's great. Like, yeah. yeah. So. Also, just the idea that you had a dead arm—that's yeah, that's scary. Right. It's awful. That's not good. It's just so bad. <laughs> and the dead arm is what led Mike to neck surgery. So I started panicking real oh, hard. God. Yeah, I was like, oh, no. But it c- would come back. It just w- It's like it didn't have enough strength or it was pinching a nerve or something. Oh. But yeah, it's been a lot better. So were you sleep? Like, are you sleeping differently now? Um, I have tried to sleep more on my back. Okay. I'm a side and a stomach oh, okay. sleeper and yeah. my arm comes up and my head rests ah, on it. So I was compressing okay. the nerve down, I think yeah. is what we kind of figured out. So I've tried to not do that. Yeah. But yeah. Hmm. Dead arm. Dead arm. Just bleh. Bleh. <laughs> You wanted to lift that plate? Not today. Here's a resolution. No dead arms for 2023. No dead arms. No dead arms. You're out of here. <laughs> You're done in here, dead arm. Get it together. Well, I am done with my list, oh. but it looks like you have some more <laughs> options. What I would? Do. What else would you like to share with us? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What did I put on this? It looks like just from your list that it was a good year. Yeah. I In mean, products and things. Nice yes. things. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll do one more and then we can do our favorite okay. books and yeah. stuff. So this is, I am not like a waxer. Like I don't like to oh. wax lip hair or anything no. like that. No. No. And I'm also a hairy person. Oh. I have very light skin and dark hair. Mm. Oh, so dangerous combo. It's a dangerous combo. And as I get older, I've noticed that the facial hair is uh, is want to come back much quicker huh. than it should. Oh. So and I it likes discovered, to be real dark. But I'm scared. I don't know. I just didn't know much about Mm-mm. hair. It's So I found these things called Tinkle Eyebrow Razor Hair Remover. I do okay. not use it for my eyebrows. Okay. Okay. You can use so it's like a little blade on a little plastic thing, but it's it's not as scary as it sounds. It's not as like crazy sharp, but you go downward on your like cheek oh. and on your like under your nostril and on your chin and you can go the opposite way under your chin and just it gets all that peach fuzz off oh. and it gets all like and I can I can do it now. I've done it for a year. I can do it in 20 seconds before oh I hop gosh. in the shower. And they come they're relatively in cheek uh, inexpensive. They come like four in a pack, and I use like one for like a week before I feel like maybe it's a little dull. Uh-huh. Um, the only times that I've you know had like a like maybe a scrape or something is like uh, it was too dull, or mm. I went at it too hard, or something, or I wasn't in the right. Like I was talking to Mike or something and moved <laughs> it. It's not scary. It's not hard to use. Nothing like that. But it is so simple. And it's so much better than any of those electronic expensive ones that they tell you to buy or anything like that. It's simple. I get them on Amazon. They come. And it's great. And I have loved it. And it's easy. And as you know, you age and you got the unwanted hair. Boom. Simple. Boom. Simple. Hmm. Do they have a tool for like the hair that likes to come out of the mole and like... Okay, because I've uh-huh. got a couple moles uh-huh. where like 
there is where the hair comes out darkest uh-huh. and strongest. Of course, yeah. And curliest. Uh-huh. So it looks like I'm a little pig with like a curly hair on my chin. <laughs> what do you normally do? Like tweeze them? <laughs> I just tweeze them. Yeah. I, and yeah. I tweeze them. Like I'm watching out for them now. So yeah. it's not like I let it get real yeah, long. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's well, I just, have that on my underneath my chin. Like yeah. there's one that comes out that is that I don't even think the tinkle razor touches because he's so coarse. And yeah. I usually have to pluck that one. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, why? 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 You're already a danger mm-hmm. because of your potential for skin cancer. And now you're giving us weird hairs. Yeah. But I also think it's helped my skin a little bit because oh, yeah? it gets the dead skin layer oh, yeah, off. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it absorbs lotion better. And mm. it just, it I don't get that like buildup of, you know, dead skin. I've noticed a difference in that, yeah. a difference in my, um, like the condition of my skin. So I think it's good for that too. Just nice. like, it's kind of a an exfoliation thing without like a chemical product. In yeah, a way. that's good. Yeah. Especially in the winter, I notice that it's more like dead skin cells when I do it than, mm-hmm. you know, like hair. But mm-hmm. love it. Man, our favorite things are all over the map. That was weird. A group of favorite things for me. <laughs> wow. It's like very, like a very vain year. We oh went God. from dead arms to drunk drivers to social media, like all over the Everywhere. place. Everywhere. Everywhere. Well... I think we both have chosen a favorite book mm-hmm. and a favorite pop culture yep. moment. Okay. Or pop culture item, I should say. So for my favorite book, I have two runners up and a winner. Okay. Okay. okay I like that. My runners up are Sea of Tranquility mm. by Emily St. John Mandel. Yep. Okay. Really beautiful, lovely. Um, you can sit down and read it almost in, you know, an afternoon. Uh-huh. And it probably uh, does well with that quick reading. Uh-huh. Second is Devil House. From John Darnielle. Yes. That was the one where the true crime writer's like, yeah, I'm going to buy the house uh-huh. where the murder happened and uh-huh. live here and uh-huh. it's going to be fine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then my winner is When Women Were Dragons by Kelly Barnhill. That makes sense. And I chose this, uh, I think, trying to, you know, put into words why I loved it so much. But all I can think of is when the power was out and I was finishing the last five pages and just bawling oh. and loved it. Not because the power is out, but also because the power was out. Yeah. And because this book is so lovely and beautiful and talks about like a a mass trauma that you're forced to forget. Yeah. And women finding their way in a society not made for women. Yes. Gorgeous. Loved it. it. I like how you did that. I'm going to do that too. I'm going to have a winner in fiction and nonfiction. Excellent. And a runner up in both categories. Okay. So I'll do fiction first. Uh Uh-huh. My runner up. And I never recommended it because I've recommended other books by her, but is Carrie Soto is Back by Taylor oh, Jenkins Reid. Oh, right. I just, I, I'm, the way I look at like my favorite books of the year is more about the reading experience yes. I had than necessarily saying like, that's the best book. Because I read a lot of books that I think are incredible that are maybe dark or deep or things that I wouldn't say the reading experience was particularly enjoyable yeah. because I was maybe learning something about myself or, you know, it was more work, mm-hmm. but I loved. But this one, I just, for whatever reason, I just got into the story. It's about, it's like considered historical fiction because it's set in the 80s, 90s, height of like tennis mania. And she's a tennis star. Um, and her dad is her trainer and coach. And it is just, it's, really grips you into the sport. I mean, it gave me an interest in the sport that I really didn't have before. And just an inside look, I'm always interested in elite athletes and how their lives are so different. And, you know, there's a lot in there about women in sports, about 
how they're perceived as bitches, but men are perceived as tough. Mm. And just, just just a whole host of stuff. And I really loved it. I cried. I laughed. Great reading experience. So I highly recommend if you haven't gotten that yet. Um, love that book. And then, but my absolute favorite reading experience this year was Tell Me an Ending by Joe mm, Harkin, which was yes. the one where memories are taken yes. out, um, bad memories are taken out if you want. And I just, the concept was so cool. The way it was executed was beautiful. Yeah. I just, I really enjoyed that book. And it was just a random one, but I, I really did love it. Nonfiction. Mm. My runner-up would be The 90s by Chuck All right. Osterman because yes. that was a great book. So well done. Um, funny and insightful and just everything you want from him that you come to expect. But then about the 90s was just over the top. It was mm-hmm. great. Um, but my winner, and this should be no surprise to anyone, in a book where we had a new Sarah Weinman book, a year where we had a new Sarah Weinman yeah. book, it was Scoundrel <laughs> by Sarah Weinman. Great. So thoroughly researched, but also so good at telling the story Why also you know, imbuing all these facts, but not in a way that makes you feel like you're just reading a non, you know, Mm -hmm. she just has a beautiful writing style. I loved that book. Such an interesting story. Great true crime read. Mm. Man, I wonder if Sarah Weinman knows how much of an Uber fan she has here. I feel like she did. I think I told her, didn't I, when we interviewed her? I think I just full on said, like, I'm obsessed. And then we found out that like we listened to some of the same podcasts and stuff. That's right. Yeah. You and were... read some of the same books. Yeah. 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 I had a real day that day. Remember it was my birthday, wasn't it? No, you told me on my birthday we were going right. to get to interview yes. her. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Best birthday gift ever. Never going to top of that one. Obsessed. <laughs> Obsessed. So for pop culture. Yeah. Got two runners up and a winner. Okay. Okay. My runners up. Severance, <gasps> yep, mm-hmm. from Apple TV. Mm-hmm. That's the one where there's a chip in your head that severs you from your day job and the rest of your life, mm-hmm. and you ne- never the twain shall meet. With our favorite Adam Scott, so good, and it's gotten so many rave reviews, and it deserves all of them. It's wonderful. Um, another one is Bad Sisters. Yes, that was another yeah. Apple show. Yeah, and that was where sisters are banding together to um, get rid of one of their brothers-in-law. Yeah, who's an asshole. Yeah, a real asshole. So that's another good one. But my favorite is "Our Flag Means Death" <laughs> from HBO Max. <laughs> yes, in which we get a gentleman pirate, gentleman, and Blackbeard, Blackbeard. and a whole host. <laughs> uh, pirates that are shitty at their jobs very bad very, very bad very at their bad. jobs very very bad and a wonderful epic romance so good it's funny it's heartfelt it's delightful it is and it's very quick too it is it goes so fast i think i've rewatched it now like two or three times oh my god it's so wonderful it's glorious i mean really if i was gonna have just one pop culture thing it'd just be taiko at tv yes. i mean yeah. boom there <laughs> anything anything uh oh, that's a good one that would be in my runners up probably yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I will say I took that as a huge success when I convinced you to watch that and you loved it as much as I did. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yes, yeah. we are indeed meant to have this podcast yes. together. That show is phenomenal. Uh, I'm going to say that my runner up for pop culture, I have two runners up. Um, one would be the Elvis movie. Oh, right. Took me by surprise. Yes. Did not expect that. Really enjoyed it. By the way, him hosting SNL and the moment where he started singing, 
Blue Christmas, I felt things. I felt oh, feelings. Tell me you watched the movie. No, I did. I did. Oh. And it was wonderful. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. And then after that, I yeah. watched him on SNL and I was like, oh, I was right to have feelings. Yeah. 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 Took me by surprise. Love that movie for a myriad of reasons. <laughs> Um, also really enjoyed Tough, but I enjoyed the, and we both recommended and watched it um, Under the Banner of Ooh, Heaven. that was another one I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah that was mm-hmm. a great, loved that show. Mm-hmm. I mean, tough material, but yeah. it was also really interesting. Um, but my, my winner this year is a podcast that I found called Something Was Wrong, which is mm. just people telling stories of like red flags and realizing something was off and kind of telling the story. And they usually do it in the vein of like, you know, these are th- kind of things you could look out for in relationships. And I-, I feel like that's an area that maybe isn't dealt with a lot. We deal a lot with individual stories, yeah. but not a lot with like in general, how do you recognize red flags or how do you talk about something that seems off mm-hmm. or how do you deal with the backlash of being the person that says this isn't right. Right. So I-, I really like that. I like the style of it. They treat all the stories with utmost respect and kindness. And uh, it is also just that shit crazy some of the stuff that happens to people so that would probably be my winner because i've i've binged all the old episodes oh, now wow. as well yeah i feel like we've talked about that a lot this year red <laughs> flags why we spot why we don't spot them or why we ignore when we spot them like yes. our own intuition all yeah. of that uh-huh. yeah we've had some good discussions on that this year. yes absolutely and i think maybe the prime advice for 2023 is if you feel it in your tum it's time to run it's time to run <laughs> Get out of there. In every situation. In every situation. You're not feeling it with your heart. You're feeling it with your tum. That's your resolution. Yeah. Your tum will yours. not lie to you. Mm-mm. Your heart will. Your, <laughs> your heart your will. Your heart and your head will. Yes. Your whole body will. Your heart is a fickle mistress. <laughs> your tum is rock steady in terms of telling you what you should or shouldn't right, do. Right, right. Rock right. steady in that situation. Yeah. No, I mean, it, mine will flip out and throw yeah. up everything. Yeah. But it's it's, yeah. it's consistent in telling me when something's wrong. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And it's time to listen. It's time to listen. If we haven't been listening, it's time. It's time. We don't got time to not listen we anymore. We no time to not listen. Because it is almost 2023. <laughs> right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have no time to not listen. <laughs> Yep. That sounds Woo! right. Sounds right. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. That's yeah. accurate. Well, I mean, I hope that 2023 brings everyone all of the things that they hope it does. Yeah. And I hope it brings you a million and one wonderful reading experiences. Yes. So many. We'll keep trying to provide those in 2023. We'll keep trying to point you to great ones that we find. Yeah. As we do. As as we as do. We do. As we do. <laughs> in the meantime. Happy reading. I'm up again. Same night, another dream. Before trying this recording thing, I didn't remember much of anything of these dreams. I didn't remember much from any of the women. And one night of doing this, and it's broken things open. The dreams are, they're in me, and they're they are coming out of me, and... Talk to me. I am not broken. I am the most whole, most real. 
cause their despair. I cause their despair. I wait for the word. I wait for the word. Witch. 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 Look at the mad woman in her cage. She was a woman with holes inside her. That was the heaviest factor. The final evidence. The heart of the issue. Somehow, you understand this. You. You. You hear me. Wherever you are, whatever this is, you... This isn't a dream journal anymore. It's not. That's just, it's just fact. <laughs> because now this is, this is some sort of record. What are these dreams? Maybe there's a better question. Who are these women? Weird Woman is a Broads and Books production. All nine episodes are available January 10th. Listen and subscribe to Weird Woman on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite podcast platform. That's W-Y-R-D Woman, wherever you listen to podcasts.